0: Welcome back to A Degree in Sports, your home for all things college football and college basketball. My name's Cole, and I'm here alongside my great mate, Jeff Tate. Jeff, the Michigan Wolverines. My Michigan Wolverines have finally gotten to the top of the mountain. They have won the national championship, and I I, I still haven't set in. It's still at just a loss of words. I can't describe it. Um, I've been consuming as much Michigan football as I can since that game um and yeah i don't even know what to do with myself right now
1: yeah these are the days you stay off uh social media if you are not a michigan fan because every single thing especially if you follow our podcast our twitter feed it's really fun for cole and i it's all uh we use the degree in sports on twitter or axe whatever you want to call it nowadays and it is all sports content, especially college football, college basketball. We try not to like, like NBA, NFL stuff. So our feed is straight college football and college basketball. And all it was is Michigan content right now. But I gotta start the episode off with congratulations. You were the first person that received a text from me. Uh, and it probably, out of all the Michigan fans and friends I have, or Michigan friends in my life that are Michigan fans, you got the number one tax because I know how much this means to you. So, congratulations. Uh, I am I felt, I, I, you know, watching the end of that game, I mean, when the fourth quarter started as a 10-point game, I'm like, okay, well, maybe Washington can cover. May, I didn't really think Mitch Washington was going to win at that point. I just, they, they couldn't do anything against that defense. And I was like, you know what? I think it's going to happen. And J.J. McCarthy is the type of guy you feel good about. I think. I think it's cool to just see his story, like about all the meditating he does. Like some of it, weird timing for me personally. That some of the, the games, how Holly Rowe just will throw that in the game. But it's cool. JJ is a good guy. I did not watch any of the post game because I just not. I can't stand hardball, and I know he's not a talker. And uh, I. Uh, but congratulations, Cole. And it is you are finally a champion. And it's first time in our life that Michigan has won. A national championship for football or basketball um and congratulations
0: yeah it's it's uh it's amazing I, I think back to um well first of all you're right holly rowe was just throwing that jj stuff in there randomly from the clouds like i don't whatever um but yeah i mean I, I always think back to i feel like it was it was probably around fifth sixth seventh grade when i really like i was always a michigan fan my whole life but when i really started to, to understand and like care like for real instead of it just saying oh my parents like it so i'm just gonna have something fun to do whatever and, and that was right around the time you and i became really good friends and it was always you're at the top of the mountain with ohio state and i'm just sitting there like i just want michigan to be this i want michigan to be that and then um it was just always leaving something left to be desired and then 2015 2014 comes around 2015 uh that off season before 2015 we get Jim Harbaugh, who is at the top of the mountain in the NFL, um, best win percentage in the NFL over his tenure. Um, and I'm just like, this is we got our guy to take us to the national championship. And I'm sitting there. There was between then and now there was so many ups and downs and a lot of downs early on, ever since we had a high in 2016 uh, until we lost to Ohio State in overtime. Um, and since then, it was really just down, down, down. And so... Uh, so much just rough weather um, through it all, and it was it was it was hard. Um, but credit to the university for sticking with Harbaugh, even though a lot of people were calling for him. I was I I would say I never got to the point where I wanted him gone, but I definitely got to the point where I wouldn't have been mad if we got rid of him. So um, I would never called for his head, but I definitely got to the point where it was like if you get rid of him, I won't care. Um, and credit to the university for not getting rid of him and, and keeping him. Um, And and watching when he hosted, it was, you saw a different side of hardball last night when you, when he was uh, in that post game uh, in the celebration, I know you didn't see it, Jeff, um, but it wasn't your typical awkward hardball. I think he's just like turned it like into a really calculated guy. And now that he won, he didn't have to be calculated anymore. Um, But watching him hoist that trophy is all those memories just were coming back to me of like, this is what like we believed. And wanted when we when we signed him, um, when we got him, when in 2017 this was all I was dreaming of and wanted. Or not 2017 when I was uh, when I when I was in seventh grade in 2013. It's like oh I want this I want this and it all just like almost like it all started coming to me, flashing to me all those memories of just suffering through all those Ohio State losses and all those uh, just sad losses, the uh, trouble with the snap, everything that was that happened bad for Michigan. It, it all was like it, it was worth it. We made it we got a national championship. Um, and yeah, I just, it's smiling ear to ear. It's its a beautiful thing. Um, I mean, we, uh, we said it, I said it, um, and you, you, uh, you said it too, uh, in the beginning of the year when we were going through our, uh, our previews was we, we had a hard time finding the holes in this Michigan team as far as where's the bad side of, we knew, we didn't, we knew maybe there wasn't a spot in them where they were amazing like the like we we knew everywhere was good on their team we didn't know if one spot was the best in the world but we knew that everywhere was good and that just showed like even JJ never had to take over never had to be great but they were all disciplined and good at their job at all times and this is they were so balanced and they just overwhelmed Washington they overwhelmed teams all year this year and it was uh it was just it was a dominant and beautiful thing to watch last night
1: yeah and I gotta give you credit because I you you are correct and for all the viewers Cole had he never gave up on Michigan and there were times I I think I can kind of quote Cole here and it was I'm kind of tired of Harbaugh's antics um, and some of the tough stretches but he never said he never would adamantly say Harbaugh got to get out of here or uh, I'm done being a Michigan fan we have some friends that wrote off Michigan and said we're done Uh, I am not Michigan Michigan fan anymore and I am Sick of it. I'm sure they celebrated like they've been Michigan fans the whole time, which probably the kid I'm talking about has really been. It's just you get frustrated. But, no, you are right. And we could we could probably agree that Michigan this year was not the most talented team. But, man, they were the best all around at all facets of a football team, and it isn't even close. Like, we're going to get in the game here in a sec. But, like, they – hardball even before the game, the quick – 32nd interview he had uh, with I think his was with I don't know if his was with Holly Rowe or Molly McGrath but his was with Holly his Rowe. His was with Holly Rowe. I mean, he just looked confident. Those guys looked confident and it was it kind of was one of the things that in the past Michigan loses those games. They choke in the big game, but that is not that's not the Michigan that unfortunately I have to watch play every year now because they are confident and they have a swagger to them that they know they're one of the best teams in the last few years, obviously. They knew they were the best team this year. And they went out and won the game, and it was it was a game I was not anticipating to go like that. I know Cole and I mentioned that if there was a blowout aspect, it was going to be that, and it was going to be 300 yards on the ground for Michigan just running it down their throat. But it's interesting because it's an end of an era. I mean, it's it, they won the last one. Uh, we're going to get to it after we get talk about the game, but... The college football playoff four team is done. Uh, they have announced that the playoff committee, that the CFP, they're going to govern the new body of the 12 team. But, yeah, Cole, I'm going to get into the game real quick here. We're going to start it off. I mean, just from the jump, I mean, Donovan Edwards, let's be honest, hadn't really done much this year. For From a Michigan fan, I mean, even I watched a lot of the games, looked at more box scores of their blowouts. Donovan Edwards just really – he really didn't do much. And last year he really came, he was crucial to their team. Now this year, I'm not saying he wasn't crucial, but I mean, just how poetic is it for that guy to get the two big, like punch in the mouth touchdowns to start that game on his first one. I mean, there was, he got stopped at the line and was sandwiched between, I think your, your left guard and your right guard. And they bounced out and just, I mean, that dude takes off. Like he, he, he got out there, and I'm like, all right, they're going to tackle him for like a 20-yard gain. He just kicked it into another gear and blew past the safeties and corners for Washington. And it was just – I mean, from that moment, it was – honestly, if you guys would have just ran at every play like you did against Penn State, I mean, I know you are going to – you know this, but you guys would have – Washington never would have had any chance to breathe in that game because you could have done it. Like, you really could have. Like, you could have – they – it was. You said it before this podcast. We were talking about Wilson, your, your roommate, who's a Washington fan, just saying he was worried for when this team faces a Big Ten team that's physical and runs it. And, I mean, they faced the best by far in the Big Ten at grounding and pounding it. And I'll say this right now. They got the Joe Moore award wrong. Like, I'm sorry, and maybe it was them giving, and I hate giving awards to Michigan players, and maybe it was giving – uh, they'd been winning it so frequently, and Pennix was throwing the ball for so much yards, which they are thinking matters more with an all line. But no, I mean that game showed who the better all line was. Like now, Michigan's defense, unbelievable. But I'm gonna get, I'm gonna call for a revote on the uh, Joe
0: Moore Award call. Cool. Yeah, it was the first matchup. Yes, the the defensive line versus our offensive line never stood a chance. I mean, we we said it, 6 yards per carry against Texas. That's another thing with Texas. Texas might have been playing in that game if they just had been disciplined to the run like Michigan was. that they, they weren't disciplined. They started throwing the ball on first down and got behind the sticks and that's why Texas wasn't able to run the life out of them. Like they probably should have. But forget that. Texas doesn't isn't built for it. It was Michigan Washington and Washington deserved to be in that game 100%. Um but that's exactly what Michigan did. They saw that in the Texas game and they ran it and ran it and ran it. And, and you're right. The, Donovan Edwards, the Don, he, he had had, I think, especially to what he was hoping for um, a sad, a sad season, um, a season that he would have wanted more for. I said, I guess an individually statistically sad season, not obviously as a team. He I'm sure he is more than happy right now. Um, but he is a guy who he, he, he needs to get a few carries too. He's not good. Like, one like random come in come out come in he when he gets going like he did against iowa last year um like he was against ohio state when he is the guy um and he gets that rhythm he can bounce and he can break them off i don't know he'll get two yards two yards two yards 20 yards and um those were really like okay we know what kind of game this is after those 240 yard touchdown runs um and then yeah blake also, Blake Corman, the second half, that twelve yard touchdown run was so disciplined as he was he was moving at pace while reading the field so well on that twelve yard run and, and following his blockers. It was it was it was a really, he's a it was a pro move and it was a great running. It was just it was a great run. Um but on the other side of the ball is that Michigan D line that Alabama couldn't handle, that Washington definitely couldn't handle. And that was another matchup that we talked about was Can Penix, will he have sort of the freedom, the time? He was off rhythm all night just because of the timing. Because we our edges were able to get to set the edges when they get around. And then our interior of the defensive line was then able to eat. We have a great interior defensive line. When Penix wasn't able to escape the middle is when they were able to get home. um, And he was getting hit a lot. He was so hurt. He was a warrior. He fought to the very end and he he kept getting hit and hit. He was in a lot of pain. Um, Our disciplined zone coverage. Um, allowed our line to get there um, will Johnson played a great game Mike was still played a great game it was it was just a total dominant performance all around I was uh I was listening to the Pat McAfee show today and they have um, Darius Butler who is a uh, all pro uh, defensive back who uh, played for the Indianapolis Colts and they were on the sideline yesterday watching the game and he said that was the most pro level defense he's seen the way they keep their shoulder pads square to the line of scrimmage at all time. They're not over-pursuing. They are super disciplined. I've been saying that all year. They're, they don't over-pursue. They're super disciplined. They're smart. They play an NFL-style defense. And it was – it it really was uh, the biggest mismatch that as far as that defense was – they played a near-perfect game, especially considering how amazing Washington's offense has been this year. That defense played a perfect game, and it was, it was – it was a beautiful thing to see every time that we were on defense because everyone did their job perfectly, and it was it was fun to watch. Interesting
1: nugget here about Donovan Edwards' season. So I have his I have his year by year stats up. Listen to this, Cole. He had 21 less carries this season, but he had 500 less yards this season on 21 carries. He rushed last year for 7.1 a carry, and I'm mad. Mean, you're right. Against Iowa, against Ohio State, I mean, he was. Ohio State, he had, I think, two seventy-five 75-yard-plus runs, and it's crazy that he's almost three yards difference there, and that, that goes a long way. But you are right about the defense. I, I heard, uh, I think it was Dom, Dominique Foxworth, he was talking about it too, and he said that's an NFL defense that college kids were playing, and during the season they messed up a few times, but they didn't really mess up as a whole. And that, I mean, Jesse Minter obviously – uh, there's a lot of NFL ties, not with Jesse Minter, but Mike McDonald obviously went to uh, – he's with the Ravens now. They're very schematically similar, and they just – they play hard, and they are they are disciplined. And, yeah, Will Johnson did a good job. Uh, this had little to do with the game. Thought he got away with a few holds, but he went against Roma Dunze. and Will Johnson's a guy that got, has another full year in college to – I mean, the guy's going to be a first-round pick next year for sure – and, uh, but yeah, they, him, Sander, still, Wallace, is that the transfer? That's your transfer yeah. guy? Yep. All three yeah, of those great. guys just, I mean, they just shut him down. And those, those dudes in the middle of your defensive line, I know Mason Graham, I don't, I don't know the other guy's name, that the two main guys, but Mason Graham, just, I mean, he's blowing up the center and guard. He's taking both of them on and just up the middle through these guys. And you're right. Penix never, Penix never had a rhythm. He, Got hurt, which that had literally, like, if if there, I haven't seen one thing obviously saying that he got hurt, made that game what it was, because the game was over at that point. But I mean, he was under constant pressure the whole game, and he couldn't do really anything. I mean, he was making, you know, like, uh, Penix is a very good quarterback. I, in terms of like NFL and all that, probably lost a little of my, like, I was saying maybe he was the best quarterback in this class. Probably lost a little respect for him, but then again, he's going against the best defense he had all year. But when you rattle a quarterback that's that good, they make simple mistakes. Like him and Adunze, end of the first half, wide open down the middle, now par- or down the sideline. Part of that was on Adunze as well. I think that most people would say that. But.
0: He said, Odunze said it was that he ran the wrong route. And so
1: it's like simple things that like, that's a simple throw. I remember in the third quarter when it kind of felt like maybe it was a game, he missed the guy wide open for 20 yards. And that's just because of the defense. Like you, it's, you haven't had it easy the whole game. Like you're, you're having, you have no windows to throw it in. And what they tried to do is get it out quick. And you guys were unbelievable at making the open field tackle like, in the fourth quarter, on the drive that I was sitting there, like, okay, if Washington scores this, like, it could be a game. Like, you never know. Michigan was, wasn't was calling all runs. They were throwing it a bit more. And it was Jalen Polk was one-on-one with, uh, oh, I think it was Sanders still. And if he, if he didn't make the tackle, it's a touchdown. Um, it's either a touchdown or a 60-yard gain down into the red zone. And that's – that's just discipline. Like, that's uh, – there was – if I had to say there was one guy on Michigan's team that maybe didn't look like he was ready for the game, it was Samaj Morgan. And he's just kind of – I know Michigan fans love him and hate him. And, I mean, he he was kind of all out there bringing it out on kick returns. But he just seems – like, out of everybody on the team, he still didn't make any mistakes. He didn't fumble it like, the semifinal. But they were – they were perfect. And you guys don't freaking turn the ball over. It's so frustrating watching you guys because it's like it's like just force a fumble. And it's like they're not going to fumble. Like the, the fumble in the semifinals was on a punt, which was Samaj Morgan. It wasn't Blake Corm, It wasn't Edwards. It wasn't JJ. Um, you didn't turn it over against Ohio State. I, I don't know when the last time you guys turned the ball over was, but I've, I've watched – all your games since Ohio state every second of it. And you have not turned the ball over except for the Bama thing. So that's just discipline and good coaching and a mindset that, uh, I hope my Buckeyes and Spartans were watching and really took a lot from that. Cause that's a, that's a disciplined team.
0: Yeah. We had, uh, five turnovers all year and four of them came in the Bowling green game, uh, in the first quarter or like first half. So, I mean, that, uh, that was just you know that was just a flute game in it but who would have thought yeah right bowling green <laughs> um, and it was uh, we also had 45 penalties all year. This was an unbelievably disciplined team and um, really uh, I, I heard a lot of people say this and I 100 percent agree this it's it's very simple it's a it's it's a fundamental thing but this was the best tackling team in the country. It seems funny to say it's a simple thing but they just tackled better than anyone else and you don't really it's something you don't realize how good you are or how much you need until you're USC until you're a team that's bad tackling because it's such a normal play like oh tackle that's normal but until you're a team that can't tackle you don't realize how much of a luxury that is how great that is in Michigan. They were so disciplined in in tackling and open field tackles, keeping their shoulders square, not over pursuing. It was, uh, I know exactly what play you were talking about. It is on, it is, is, it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's, I've never had so much fun watching a defense because they're all just so disciplined. Um, and, what a move by by uh, by Harbaugh just um, to adjust and get some younger guys in there. When he brought McDonald in, um, and then Mit- Minter, who's from the same coaching tree and, and believes the same thing, to come in and uh, revamp that defense, and it paid off. It is uh, NFL level defense, and that was it, it. Was it's so it's been so fun to watch this defense all year. Um, Mason Graham is a. Freshman or a sophomore. So he is not, he'll, he'll be back, which is great. I mean, he's an animal for so I mean, the, the two main guys is, is, is Mason Graham and Will Johnson. Um, two of our, our best, if not our best defensive players, um, will be back. Uh, obviously we got another, a lot of other guys leaving. Um, but honestly, who cares? Um, we won the national championship this year. Uh, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm just going to soak it in. I don't care about next year yet. I'm going to continue to enjoy this one. Um, yeah, I, I said after the game too. Um, Harbaugh, I I would love Harbaugh to stay. I would it would nothing would make me happier than just continuing to have him there. A true Michigan man. Um, but also, you've earned the right to choose. You you came here to bring Michigan back to win us a national championship to to bring us up from the depths of where we were at. Um, and the, to finish the goal was to win a national championship to, to finish what he set out to do. What he came here to do is to win a national championship. And he held up his end of the bargain. He, he accomplished that goal. He stayed, he won us a national championship. And you know what? I want you to stay, but if you want to go, you have earned your right to choose to leave and you got us a national championship. You got us what we wanted. And I am happy. I'm satisfied with your work. So. That's that's before we get into all the rumors and anything happening. I just want to first and be very clear. That's my that's my take on that. He has given me everything I want as a fan. He did the job. He completed the task. I would love for him to come back and, and see if he can get a few more and just continue to work at it because he's, obviously, we, he's, he's forever uh, a Michigan man, and everyone's going to love him forever now. But that's – so whatever he does – I'm gonna love him no matter what.
1: Yeah, and I will not. We're not gonna talk any rumors because I could do that and ask you like, who do you think staying? Is he going? Like, is JJ staying? Is he going? But we're not doing that today because it just we shouldn't do that. And I wouldn't I would hope you wouldn't do that if Ohio State won or Michigan State won. So we're not gonna do it. But I do want to say so. End of the college football four team era. Fifteen teams Cole, made it to the playoffs in our 10 years of the playoff can you name the only undefeated team in the college football playoff history there's one team
0: that never lost that never lost a college football playoff game undefeated
1: Uh, oh it's lsu yep so 15 teams okay that have gotten and i'm gonna read everybody the records just for just for some fun so Obviously, up top, Alabama nine and five. I believe, off the top of my head, I think they have three national championships in the playoff era. Clemson six and four. Believe they have two. They haven't obviously been there in a few years. Ohio State three and four. They have one. Georgia five and one. So Georgia has the best record outside of LSU in terms of winning percentage. Um, Oklahoma zero oh and four. So they got there a lot. Never got it done. Uh, Michigan 2-2 after last night's win, LSU 2-0, Washington 1-2, Oregon 1-1, TCU 1-1, Notre Dame 0-2, Florida State 0-1, Michigan State 0-1, Cincinnati 0-1, and And Texas 0-1. So 15 teams over 10 years got into the playoffs. So just speaking to the dominance of a few programs, I mean, that you look at over four there's only six teams that have done that. Um, and to be honest, Oklahoma was in there four years and I know they had the one year with Baker where it was a close game, but other than that, theirs were blowouts. Um, so Michigan joins one of, I think six teams to have won it in the college football playoff era, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio state, Georgia, LSU, and now Michigan. So there are, six teams that won it in our 10 year history. And Cole, I don't know if you got excited like I did, but they did the little ad, uh, I think it was like in the second quarter of uh, coming in December, 2024. And they had a 12 team bracket and all that. And it's exciting. It's, it's a different era of football that we're going to be thrilled to talk you guys through going into uh, next year, but it's just exciting to see an end of an era that there was a lot of controversy, definitely a lot of controversy um and how the playoff is determined i think we're going to see a lot of that go away here you're still going to have controversy like if you don't think you're going to have controversy well you clearly don't know that people making these decisions aren't exactly the most probably qualified but with 12 teams i'm hoping like this year okay you look at it one through four okay obviously the florida state all of that in terms of them not getting in well The only other team that I think you even could make an argument for that had a chance outside of Florida State was Georgia. Well, next year, Georgia would have been in and would have had their chance. Uh, They open as the odds-on favorite next year. Um, We'll get into those in a little later episode. But Georgia 1, Alabama 2, Ohio State 3, Michigan 4 is what I saw. Michigan, Ohio State are basically even in terms of that um, I will have to I have to sneak it in really quick, Cole, because it was happy news at end of a very difficult night of watching Michigan win. But right when Michigan won officially, uh, one of the best kids in the portal did commit to Ohio State. Very happy about that. That means nothing, though. It means nothing because he has to go out there and win. You know what, though? You guys embraced the mindset three years ago where you guys always had the mindset of beat Ohio State, beat Ohio State. But it, something changed. Um, out of COVID coming into that last year with uh, Aiden Hutchinson, like that team, something changed. And I see something hopefully changing in Ohio State's locker room. Um, Quintez Judkins committed. He's all misses, stud running back, a guy I've talked a lot about on the podcast that I like. He mentioned beating Michigan. So finally, it's hopefully looking like, and maybe getting humbled three years in a row is what gets them to change it. But it's starting to look like what built Michigan's foundation maybe is is uh, building Ohio state's next foundation. And I told you before we went on the air here that I think Ohio state's trying to be more like Michigan uh, building as a tough
0: defensive team
1: um, while also obviously they're still going to have playmakers, but um, end of an era Cole and it's exciting.
0: I'm not going to talk about Ohio state right now. So you got the news out. Uh, This is not my day to even mention them. Um, But Funny timing for him to, to tweet it, but, uh, t- to commit, um, it, it was, a. I would be, it would be a lot more bitter for me leaving this era if we didn't win one. Um, I'm, I didn't want to go through the, oh we never won it in the four team. Um, so I am now content and happy to move on to the 12 team. I don't know if I necessarily would have been just for my own personal reasons, But, hey, I don't have to worry about that because we did it. Um, Something else that I haven't mentioned, but it's a a great thing. Is Not only did we win it, we were undefeated this season. Uh, There's only four of these teams that have been undefeated national champs. Say whatever you want. Schedule bad. We still had to go through Penn State, Ohio State. At the end of the day, we still played good teams. Obviously, we started easier. Um, But undefeated champs, not a lot of teams had that. I think it was uh, Bama... Georgia Michigan and Clemson oh Michigan LSU. LSU. Yeah, yeah yeah and so those were the the four teams that were able to accomplish that feat during the college football playoff and that's just another um just fun thing uh, that I get to hang my hat on um but at the end of the day the only thing that really matters is the national championship whether you had one loss or undefeated and you know we did it and the big Ten bookend the college football playoff, Ohio state started. It, and that was another time where it's like, man, can we get that? Um, and, and we did, um, doing it a very, actually a, a pretty similar way. Uh, Ohio state ran the ball a, a bunch with that team. They had a good defense that ran the ball a lot. Third string
1: um, QB. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. Know. I
0: mean, Zeke was an animal. Uh, and that was, and that's, that is something that a lot of these teams have had, uh, not all of them, but as an elite, just offensive line with a run game. It's always, it's always been one also by who has the best uh, defensive line um, and the, and offensive line. It's always been one of the trenches every single year. Um, and Michigan really shored that up in the last two years. So um, yeah, we're m- moving on moving through this, this era. It, it was, it was a great era. It was a good transition to move into a 12 team uh, and to expand it. I, ha- I always had to start with four. I don't think you could have gone right to 12. Um, and yes, you're right. People will complain. Um, the 13 seed, the 14 seed, they'll complain. But at the end of the day, if you're down that low, if you're, you had all the opportunity in the world to to get to the, to the, to the playoffs, to, to win a national championship. So if you're down that low, I don't even care to hear it. Even if it's Michigan, because there's still, I guarantee if you're in that 13 or 14 spot, it means there's something you did to not let yourself get there. There's a reason it's not like you were near perfect and you're splitting hairs at the four seed It is, you obviously lost more than one game. You obviously lost two or three games or maybe even four. You don't deserve to make the, make the playoffs anyway. So I don't want to hear any 13 seed or 14 seed crime because they didn't make it over a 12 seed because at the end of the day, if you just won another game, you would have been in. So, um, at the end of like, so that, that is better. You don't, I don't feel bad. Um, like I did for Florida state this year. Um, like you might have for, let's say, like a Notre Dame team in the past that had one loss, or um, I know I think it was Ohio State um, back there was there was one year I think they were there was the year they lost to Purdue they didn't make it, um, so it's uh, it's it's a lot different. Obviously, I didn't feel bad for Ohio State then, but um, it is a lot different, and this will at least ensure that we get um, every team that has a chance that that deserves one, um, like UCF. Um, uh, even though they probably would have lost cause they did lose to Wisconsin, I think that year, but oh don't know, They won it all. Yeah. They won every game. So that's, that's a good thing. And yeah, it, it's, it's exciting era and to move on. And it's, I do think this is going to be an off season of college football with a lot of noise. Obviously we're moving into the heart of college basketball season, but we will still, um, stay up to date on any big college football news that drops. But, um, this was an amazing year. Um, especially obviously for me, but the whole ride was fun. Um, it's the, the, the whole season from the West coast to the East coast to the South, every sec game, um, every pack 12, big 12, big 10 game. I enjoyed all of them. Um, uh, mountain West after dark, I turned into because pac 12 after dark. Wasn't as good as mountain West this year, honestly. So, um, it, it was, it, I am going to miss it. I'm going to miss Saturdays. Um, I already missed Saturdays, but it was, it was a really fun year of college football. Um, but it's time to time for the next uh, college basketball. Is, is um, it's we're in we're in January, then two months away, and we're we're in the heat of March. So, yeah, it's been it's been a good year.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, it's interesting because you look at those teams that like went undefeated, and I don't want to get into much of it, but like I was just thinking when you we brought up LSU, like that team was insane. I was just thinking in my head, I was like, yeah, I mean they had Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. They had Justin Jefferson. They had all those defensive guys. Like, that's just insane. There's We had some really fun teams in the, this playoff era. Kind of cool, like you said. Big Ten started it, and Big Ten ended it. Uh, and, it's yeah, it's crazy going into this new era. Like, that game last night, they're playing in October, and it's a Big Ten game. And it's in Washington, uh, and it's just – we have a new era of football. I mean, you got Big Ten and Pac-12 are, in a way, merging. I mean, you got four of the teams coming, and then the others are going to the – uh Big 12 and then some are going to the ACC but the the powerhouses are coming to the Big 10. So it's one of those things. It's just awesome, you know.
0: Yeah, the the 2020 Alabama team as well, the Covid Bama team that Ohio State um lost to. I mean, they just they ran into it. they <laughs> get ran into an elite elite team. Um the 2020 Bama and I, and 20 was it 18 or 19? Um LSU. Here was eight or
1: yeah, 2019. Yeah, cuz it was right yeah. before
0: Covid. Yeah, 2019 mm-hmm. LSU and 2020 Bama. I think I can, and I think those were the two best teams. Uh, I think last year's Georgia team would definitely have a say at that. But as far as just, yeah, those 2020 and 2019, the LSU band were the most fun teams to watch as far as just uh, skill players and offensive talent and just dominance. I think those teams were obviously you have a little bitter taste in your mouth from that 2020 Bama team, but it, they, they were, they were elite teams.
1: Yeah. And even in a way, and like, they weren't what this, those teams are, but like Ohio state kind of dominated than when they won in 2014. And, and obviously Michigan just, the Alabama game was closer than it really was. And obviously you look at like the, the scores of their games is kind of weird because like they definitely, I like if, if you told me who played Ohio state or who played Michigan, the toughest this year, I would say it would be Ohio state. Now, obviously the Bama game came down to the last play, but that Bama game that you guys made so many un Michigan like plays, Ohio state, Michigan was just a brawl on the field. And it was, Michigan was the, they were the team standing at the end. But, uh, yeah, we are transitioning into college basketball. We are still going to bring you college football talk. The transfer portal is very active. Uh, I know just before this, Michigan State just got a kid from Georgia Tech that was an all-ACC player. So Jonathan Smith's starting to finally do – well, not finally. He's starting to bring some guys in. I like what they're doing. Uh, Not saying they're making a playoff next year. But good progress from them. But we're in basketball season. Uh, We do have a plan here in the next, like, two weeks. We're going to record an episode. It's going to be uh, a college football – like awards type show with a college basketball talk as well. We're going to kind of give some of our uh, awards out. There are going to be some interesting awards uh, that you will definitely want to tune into the podcast for. But we're going to hit the ground running college basketball. We're not talking about it on this episode, but we'll have an episode we're going to plan to record this weekend to kind of give you an update of where we're at with basketball. Uh, There's a lot going on. Uh, Michigan football is at the pinnacle of The college football and the basketball team is almost at the bottom right now. So uh, I think Michigan fans are okay with that because they're going to take football over basketball any day of the week. Um, So we'll get to that. We'll cover all those stories. My Spartans are 50-50. It's like some games they look like a team that's going to make the Final Four and then they look like a team that's going to have a hard time making the tournament. So that's going to be fun. Uh, We have no dominant team in college basketball right now. Um, Purdue is probably the best team, but we could say that a lot last year and then tournament happened and all that happened. I told Cole, I like UConn a ton. UConn struggling a lot and lost one of their best players. So it's going to be a blast, Cole.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I'm excited to just dive into it and really get into the nitty gritty and nothing like watching the Big East. Um, I really do love watching the Big East and watching that race come down to it. Um, yeah, I, you, you guys are definitely think which you would be right. I'm a big homer, um, and I'm just always going to talk about my team. That will not be the case in basketball, and and it would have been the case, and honestly, in football, that I was always going to talk about my team if I just didn't happen to have the best team in the country this year. Um, I obviously will will be biased towards my team, um, but you will not. I will not flood you guys with. Uh, Michigan all the time especially in basketball um, I am going to talk about the relevant teams and that just happened to be Michigan was the most relevant team this year especially considering the the scandal and, and all the the news around them the whole season so um, just rest assured going into college basketball season there will be a lot more uh, uh, there will be a lot of different teams talked about it'll be it'll, it won't just be uh michigan and, and even ohio state because ohio state was very relevant this year and good this year so it'll be a lot more diverse in our teams we talk about um and i'm really excited to just kind of dive into it um and, and really find my teams i like and um i know the small teams i like the small schools but i gotta get into the to the big boy ball but um yeah it's there's there's nothing like it uh it's somewhere it's it's similar to football but different for me as far as on saturdays uh, just waking up throwing a good uh, college basketball game on and and making some breakfast here so um, it, it is it's it's a fun time of year um, and I'm and I love ball I played basketball it was, and, and it was uh, just a sport I love so yeah I'm, I'm excited to dive into it
1: yeah your Michigan basketball talk will probably be a lot like my Michigan State football talk where we're like oh they played today and they lost and oh they looked they looked better than they did but no we 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 appreciate all the uh, support on this because this was a, kind of our first go here, uh, first season in terms of uh, college football was all we talked about. We've been going now for almost five months, and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Uh, always give us feedback. Um, we're looking to keep getting to new audiences. Uh, we're going to get pick up a new audience here with college basketball, and uh, definitely stay tuned because – I, I think Cole and I are going to give a very good product when it comes to college basketball, especially come tournament time. Um, but definitely down these conference races, it's going to be a blast.
0: Also, keep an eye out. Uh, Jeff should have been the one to um, tell everyone this uh, and give me my award. Um, I kind
1: of forgot about that.
0: <laughs> I won the, the Bull Mania. I won the Capital One Bull Mania. Um, I, I can't lose right now. I cannot lose as a human. Um, (laughs) I won bull mania. I knew ball, even though my, um, picks against the spread, uh, my A plus picks this year might not have shown that. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for maybe a little giveaway, um, in the next week or so, uh, because I'm not going to keep that money. Um, because why not? Uh, so maybe we'll, we'll do a little something, um, and, yeah, we'll post it on Twitter. And, yeah, we'll just uh, just keep an eye out for it, and we'll see what we can do. Probably something to help grow, grow the page a little bit, but not something where you're having to tag people and, and be annoying to others. So we'll figure it out, um, but keep an eye out for it. Yeah, and for the record,
1: I, uh, I'm visiting Cole here in the next few weeks. We're going down for uh, a little golf tournament, but also just hang out. And uh, I do owe Cole some drinks. Uh, for the. I said I would owe him one if Michigan beat Alabama. But we'll we'll give him a few because uh, of the domination and winning the national championship. But we will see you guys next week for a college basketball episode of A Degree in Sports.